0: Hey, friend. Before we get to the episode, I have a free gift for you today. Do you want to start a podcast but maybe you feel like it's probably too expensive, it's too confusing, and too time consuming? Well, you need my podcast equipment guide. It's the five things I could not record my podcast without, and they all cost less than $100. I'll talk to you with direct links of what to buy about the physical podcast equipment, podcasting softwares, hosting, and more, all in this free guide. It's everything you need to feel ready to start a podcast today. So go get it at cord. Now here's the episode. Instagram strategy is different at every follower level. What works for someone with, let's say, 100,000 followers won't necessarily work for someone with 1,000 followers. So today I'm sharing Instagram strategy for the business owners who are newer to the follower game with less than 1,000 followers specifically. If that's not you, no worries. Keep listening. You'll still be able to glean a ton from this episode all about Instagram strategy. I'm talking specifically about how to do things that will lead you to book clients and make sales. Via Instagram, not just gain a following for the heck of it. I want you to have followers that convert. And by convert, I mean not just a pretty number that people see in your profile, but people who are actually buying from you. Even as I talk right now, I do not have a ton of Instagram followers, but Instagram is still a huge lead generator for me. And with solid strategy, you can book clients on Instagram at any follower level. So, Let's dive in. Hey guys, it's Elizabeth McCravey and you're listening to the Breakthrough Brand Podcast. Each week, I'll bring you workshop style trainings that teach you how to stand out online, design success from the inside out and create a breakthrough business. It's time to turn viewers into raving fans and design the business and life of your dreams. I'm so excited you're here. Hello, hello, you guys. Are you so excited to chat about Instagram today? I definitely am. As you guys may know from previous episodes, Instagram is by far my favorite social media platform. Like I have a Facebook, that kind of thing. But Instagram is what has my heart. And I've got a lot to share with you on the topic of growing your business on Instagram without a ton of followers. So I cannot wait to dive into this. But first, let me just give you a little little quick update about what's been going on with me lately. So life has felt kind of hectic. It feels like it's calmed down right now, which is awesome. But it's felt hectic with our move into the new house and then with a lot of traveling. So basically in April, you guys might have heard from seven other episodes, but Adam and I bought a house. It was crazy. It felt really rushed, kind of came out of nowhere. And I was home for about a week in the house. And then I went to New Hampshire with a bunch of friends for a conference that when we were there for a while, it was really, really fun. And then I had five days at home before I left for a beach trip with more friends through Adam's work. And so it just felt like a lot of traveling. And now I'm back and settled in until about a month from now, um, without any huge trips, just like a couple things where I'm going to be gone, like driving distance on a weekend. So it feels really good. And I really love traveling, but I uh, I just uh, I love being home more, I think, maybe um, I like to be able to be in a routine and that kind of thing. So I feel really excited to just be here and really work on getting settled into our house and really focusing on stuff in my business and friendships and all of that kind of stuff. So I'm excited to kind of get to be settled in. And let's hope that my voice stays with us for today's episode, because uh, today in total, I think I've been on the phone talking for about three hours. So my voice has already been spit on uh, client calls. (laughs) So I thought about not recording this episode. But then I was like, Nope, I really want to talk about this. I feel ready. So here I am. Let's hope my voice stays with us. So thank you for listening, listening on the go or wherever you are. I love to picture you guys listening like at the gym or cooking dinner or on a walk because those are the times uh, I listen to podcasts. And so I'm grateful that you've chosen to like take me and the show along with you on whatever you're doing right now. Okay. So as we talk all about the beloved Instagram today. Let me tell you a little bit first about my Instagram history to give us some context. I promise you guys I'm going to jump into the juicy tips. But first, let me just share this little bit for some context. So I know a lot of you are probably similar to me where you started out with a personal business account. And maybe you had a personal account and a business account, and you're like not sure to post each thing. Um, Or maybe you technically only have a personal account. You just occasionally post business stuff, but you're treating it as a personal account. So many different ways we walk into the Instagram world. And for me, I started on Instagram basically when Instagram started. And I had a personal account. I was in college at the time. And I used that literally for personal use only. And it was a private account, kept it specifically on private just for my friends to see. And my business Instagram account is fairly new. It's actually around exactly two years old as of right now uh, in 2019. So when I started my business after having this personal account for a while, I would occasionally post business stuff, but I try to keep things mostly personal as to not annoy my friends and family because I'm like, they're here to follow for like, you know, me posting once every couple of weeks, a photo of something me and Adam did together, not um, me posting content related to my business. So I waited way too long to start marketing my business on Instagram and the reason I just left myself with the personal account thing uh, and not really posting much business stuff is because I thought I didn't need Instagram and that it wouldn't be a lead source for me, which I'm like, I cannot believe I thought that because it was so wrong. And if you're not using Instagram right now for your business, you might seriously be missing out. I know I was like, I wish I would have started two years earlier instead of waiting. So eventually, again, like about two years ago, I launched a business Instagram for me to post solely about business stuff. And for a while, it was like, I kept my personal account, I kept it on private. Those were for people who actually knew me. And then my business account was literally just business stuff. Um, Basically just marketing, really. I did not do a good job, which is something I'm going to talk about on this show. Um, And I didn't post anything personal. I didn't really show my face much on Instagram stories. I didn't really post photos of myself. It took a while on my feed uh, before you even saw a photo of me. And I was hiding behind my business name, which at the time wasn't even my name. You guys know my business name now is Elizabeth McCravy, But at the time, it was a completely different name, just a made up name that I'd come up with. And so it's kind of just hiding behind the name and post about business. And I kept my personal stuff separate. And uh, then I guess when I changed my business name to my own name, I combined the Instagram accounts. I made it to where I kind of archived my personal account. I told everyone who was over there, hey, I'm not posting here anymore. You can come follow me on this account. And I did a bunch of name switchy stuff, which is another conversation. But basically, my old account, personal one was Elizabeth McCravey. So I changed that one to something else and then changed my business one to be Elizabeth McCravey. And I told everyone to follow me there. And before that, though, I got used to posting better on my business account. And I made some effort. Um, I showed up for the small audience I had, and I got better as I went. And uh, then like I said, I combined the accounts basically. And now I just have one account where I'm sharing personal and business. I still try to focus mostly on business. There's some stuff I could share. It maybe would share if I was just using it as a personal account, but I'm not going to share it because I don't know that everyone wants to see it. So I use it mostly for business, but also for personal things. And let me be real with you guys. Um, at the time of this recording, let's see, I have about 6,000 Instagram followers. And to some people that might seem like, wow, that's a lot. And to others, you might think like, oh, that's so low. It really is like Instagram followers is such an annoying thing to talk about. And it's 1 million percent your perspective of when you think something's a lot of followers or a little followers. Um, so I don't like talking about follower account it can feel kind of like a shallowy comparison-y conversation. But the reason I tell you what mine is right now is because Instagram is my second biggest lead source for my business. And my business turns a very pretty profit. Um, And Instagram is my second biggest lead uh, only behind my actual referrals from past clients and customers and that sort of thing. So I'm constantly booking clients through Instagram, maybe even some of you listening who have bought templates or worked with me one on one in some capacity, you may have come from Instagram. So I'm consistently using Instagram for the templates for my one to one services and to do things that are like a smaller first step like gaining new email subscribers. So you do not need 1000s and 1000s and 1000s of followers to make Instagram work for your business. You just need some solid strategy. And I'm proof of that you guys like and to kind of backtrack a little bit, like I said, around 6,000 followers now. But even when I was at like 3,000, this stuff was still true. Even at 1,000, that Instagram was a huge lead source. Okay. So you don't need an excessive amount of followers to make this work. Okay. So I've got some ways I'm going to share with you that will help you grow your business via Instagram, grow your following too, and ultimately earn more money through this sweet little app, okay? So this is stuff that's not about follower count, not necessarily how to grow your followers, but more of just strategies that's going to help you uh, grow everything overall. So remember, first of all, your success on Instagram is not about your follower account. Um, You have to start somewhere. So my tips are kind of a mix of things that are specifically to grow your Instagram following and specifically to book clients. But a really fun thing about Instagram is that all of those things technically can lead to more client bookings. So the things that are grow following and to grow your clientele, all of it kind of meshes in together. So the first tip I have for you guys that we're going to dive into to help you grow your business with less than a thousand followers on Instagram is to show up on Instagram stories and in your post, even when you feel like no one is listening. And some of you might be ready to turn this off and be like, well, duh, everyone says that. But let me explain. Okay, so you'll likely feel stupid at first. Uh, when you're going on Instagram story and talking about your day or whatever, because it feels like no one is watching you. And I have been there, you guys. Okay. So I remember the early days of posting to my stories where I'd see that just like 20 to 30 people had watched it after it had been up for like 24 hours. And that's okay. That is 20 to 30 people watching what you have to say. And it's so funny how we think about Social media numbers. I know you've, you guys have all probably heard these kind of examples before, but like you may look at that amount of people and say, Oh, like only 20 people watched my Instagram story. But if you had 20 people sitting in your office with you while you recorded that, think about how that would feel. That would feel really awkward and that would feel like an excessive amount of people watching you. So don't get so focused on the numbers. Like even that is a lot of people that are engaging with you. So anyway, you'll likely feel stupid at first when it's that amount of number though, because you might feel like that's no one, whatever. You feel like it's no one's watching, why am I even doing this, okay? And this is especially gonna be true if you're closer to like a 100 followers, because you're gonna feel like you're talking to no one and because your audience is small, you might feel like you can't share what you would want to share if you had a larger audience. So you might find yourself thinking like, you know, if only I had... Five thousand followers, then I would share that because then there'd be more people listening. And you guys, just try to drop that mentality. Just try it out. Try it on. Try on the mindset that like you're gonna post as if there were more people there and serve the people you have. Well, okay. So you also may even feel embarrassed when the people you know in real life see you on Instagram trying to do your businessy stuff and. Just to be real, I'm sure someone out there, possibly multiple people, have made fun of me as they've seen me do business stuff on my Instagram at any point and maybe even they do now. but um, who cares? Uh, haters gonna hate. Um, but really, like, it's hard to avoid that kind of stuff. So in reality, like, yeah, probably someone you know, in real life through someone might make fun of something you post on Instagram at some point, And you've got to like post anyway, because they're not the person you're trying to serve. Um, and I know that's easier said than done. But just go for it and try to not think about those people. If if there's someone specific that you're like, I don't want them to watch my Instagram story, you can hide your Instagram story from specific people too. So that's another option if that would be helpful. So you've got to talk to quote unquote, no one first before anyone will want to listen to you. So hear that again, you've got to talk to like no one first, a small audience first before anyone bigger, any more people will want to listen to you. So you can't just expect followers to show up on your page when you aren't offering anything yet. Like you can't just have like, here's one post, where are my followers? Where are they at? You can't wait to start taking action on Instagram until you have the followers that make you feel confident. You got to have the confidence and the confidence is going to bring the followers. Okay, so you got to start now where you're at with 50 followers, a thousand followers, whatever. You got to start now. And I still remember gosh, I really do. I still remember because it hasn't been that long, like I said, like two years. So I still remember some of my very earliest followers on Instagram and what it was like to interact with them way back in the day. And many of these people like I know their business, I know their face, I follow them on Instagram, too. And they were people who commented on my content who said thank you for that email freebie you gave me and it was like those early connections, like those people, I know them and it is an honor to have served them from the beginning. Some of you listening, my be those exact people I'm talking about. And you never know how you're impacting people. And you never know how those couple people will grow into more people because those people tell their friends and when you're offering something valuable, people want to join in. Okay, so here's the big tip, post and share the same way you would if you had 10,000 followers, 100,000 followers, you can share the same kind of content, the same advice, the same stories, it's just to less people. And having less followers doesn't change up the kind of content you can share. And also remember, a potential client is listening even if you have a small following. So talk to them, show them your personality, show them how you stand out and make a connection with them. So on this same note of like showing up, even when you feel like no one's listening, I just want to throw in some really fast Instagram story tips. So these are just quick, actionable things uh, to help you improve how you show up on Instagram stories. So first thing, put some text on your stories, um, like typing some in the text box thing. So people know what you're saying, even when the volume's down on their phone. And you don't have to put text for every single thing you're going to say, just some words for some context. And I know a lot of people might say to that, like, oh, everyone listens with their volume up. And okay, like, yeah, maybe a A lot of people do, but also if people don't know what you're saying and you're going to be talking for 15 seconds on that story and there's nothing to tell me like what you're talking about, I might flip to the next one and flip to the next person, flip to your next story and skip what you're saying. But like, let's say you're talking about a giveaway you're doing and on that story of you talking, you just put sharing about a giveaway volume up like that's going to get someone's attention. Whereas otherwise, if there's nothing, they might just be like, Oh, she's just talking to the camera, I'm going to skip it. So it's to your advantage to put some kind of text on at least some of your stories. So first tip. Okay, next tip, mix it up on your stories, do some talking to the camera, do some images, do some recording of something that you're like moving your phone to record with that's not your face. Use boomerangs, use polls, all of it. A story that's just like a set of 20 videos of you talking to the camera with no text on it, nothing to interrupt it is boring. Okay, you need some variety. Next tip, use Instagram stories to show people the behind the scenes of your business and what it's like to work with you. This is a huge tip for client acquisition. You guys, if you're showing people what the experience is like for another of your actual clients, it can intrigue people who are not a client yet, but are thinking about it. Another tip show your pretty face, please, literally, if you get nothing else for the love of all things, don't let your page, like your profile itself, and your stories be void of your face. Uh, if you can't get professional photos done yet for like your Instagram feed, that's fine. But let's at least try to share your face on Instagram stories. And on stories, it doesn't need to be super professional. In fact, I actually think more casual stuff does better on Instagram stories than like the super put together vibe. So just get on there, you make yourself feel presentable and feel confident and then talk to the camera and share something which we'll get into more of like what you can share and advice on that. But like, you need to be showing your face. And again, I know it feels awkward at first. I know you might be thinking about like that person from college that you're worried is making fun of you like just try to let that go and give these tips a chance. Okay, another little tip, when you do talk to the camera, think about what you want to say generally before you start, but then just talk, be casual, be concise and smile and just talk like you're having a conversation with a friend. It doesn't need to be something like crazy scripted. Uh, I'm very flattered because somewhat often people ask me how I'm so casual on Instagram stories. And if I'm like planning what I say and stuff like that, which again, super flattered when people ask me that, but I always tell them I'm not planning anything. I literally just think, okay, I'm going to talk about this podcast episode that went live today. And then I think in my head, like, you know, some points I want to hit about it. And then I just record myself and I usually don't do additional takes. I just try to be, I think that's maybe why it feels casual is because I literally just said it and then posted it. So anyway, I think that works though, being casual and concise and remember to smile. Okay. Next tip, tip number two, interact with people And be social. So, people who have like a ton of followers often wish they could write back to every DM and every comment, but they often don't actually do that because they're getting hundreds and thousands of messages a day. And the ones, the people who do have a lot of followers and are writing back, prove to you that you can write back too. So, I know a lot of times, even with small followings, with any amount of following, we can get sloppy about writing people back. We're like begging people to engage with us, but then when they do, we don't respond to their message. And you guys, that's not cool. And especially you guys, I want to call you guys out if you really are Less than a thousand followers, like you need to write people back because I'm guessing you're probably getting less messages. I know I did when I had less than a thousand followers. I still get less messages than a lot of people do now. And you have no excuse not to write back when you're getting just a couple messages a week. Okay, so write people back. I don't mean that to be cruel or like calling you out, but just hear me say, like, you have no excuse. You should write people back. That's gonna lead to a connection. And if people get the vibe from you that you think you're too good to write them back, then people might want to stop interacting with your content and following you at all. And I want to share with some advice uh, my friend gave me about this. So my friend Megan Taylor, she's from All She Wrote Notes. If you guys don't follow her, you should. She's incredible. We were just on a little vacation conference, girls trip together um, in New Hampshire. And we had a little talk about Instagram a couple different times. And she gave me some really great advice. So fun thing about her, she has a ton of followers on Instagram. And she still writes back to every single DM she receives in some capacity. And you guys, she gets a lot of DMs. Like I saw her doing this. She gets a lot of messages. And she gave me some great advice about this. So first of all, if she can write people back, you can she has over 30,000 followers. And like I said, is writing every person back. So no excuses for me, no excuses for you. So I know for me, the direct message inbox can sometimes feel overwhelming. And again, not as overwhelming as Megan's, but still feels overwhelming to me. And I love you guys. So of course, I'm like, I want to write back to everything. And again, though, it can feel overwhelming. You can think like my job is not to sit on Instagram all day and write people back, right? Um, and here's her advice. One thing she said is if there is something you want to send to people that feels like a lot to type to do the voice message thing. So you just hold it down. You record your voice. It lets you record for a minute right now. Instagram might change this in the future, but right now it lets you record for a minute And that way they can hear your voice and it takes you less time than typing something out and typing just an excessive message. You can also do a voice memo combined with like a short message. Another piece of advice she gave me is even just hearting a message back. Like when someone writes you something, if it doesn't really feel like it needs a full on response, just like double tapping to give them a little heart or sending a heart emoji or something like that is also good. But again, with this episode, I'm talking to people who have lower followers. So I would say like skip the heart, write the person back. Um, But again, even when you have more followers, it's doable to write people back. And another tip she gave me is that she likes to set aside two different time slots during the day to like engage with people on Instagram. And I would advise to you guys, like, if you're, you know, getting a lot of messages, set a timer, maybe for like 15 minutes, reply to DMs, reply to comments, and then comment on the content from people you follow and people you don't follow. Look at hashtags that are relevant to your industry, which again, we'll talk about hashtags soon, but and then comment on those hashtags and like stuff and interact. And you can set a timer for like 15 minutes and maybe do this once a day. So again, you guys, if my friend Megan can do it, so can we, okay, of writing people back. So that's a tip, interact, be social. And another tip regarding in the same context about static posts, like the posts that are just on your feed, like I said, comment on other people's stuff. So often we complain that we aren't getting engagement, but then we're not actually trying to engage anyone ourselves. Okay, so you want to comment on other people's stuff. So summary here, interact, be social, write people back, be a human. People don't want to work with businesses, they want to work with other humans. And again, bringing it back to booking clients, when you think about all your potential clients out there on Instagram, they're less likely to want to work with you if you're never writing them back on Instagram, it kind of can feel like a representation of maybe what's like to work with you just being real. So like, as an example, let's say you're a life coach, and you post something that really moves one of your followers, and they write you a sweet message, but how what you shared affected their life, but then you never respond, it hurts the connection. Okay, and I know I've been guilty of this at times, I got to a point one time where <sighs> I had like, Possibly like a hundred unread DMs. I just let it get to where I like I wasn't checking them anyway. Confession of me, and I ended up going through and writing back to most all of them. But I know I had some of this happening in my inbox where someone wrote me a sweet message and I ignored it, and I regret that. Like I wish I could go back and have responded in the moment, but I felt like this weird pressure with DMs that like had to write something perfect and long, and like really think out the answer if someone was asking for advice and things like that, and the truth is you just need to write back. And like, maybe it's short, maybe it's um, when they have a question, you're directing them to a resource you already have. I don't know. But uh, my advice to you from personal experience and from advice from my friends would be to write your people back. All right. Number three, share a solid mix of selling and giving. So if your whole Instagram presence is just one big sales pitch for whatever it is you're selling, it will feel like a major turnoff because no one wants to follow a big sales pitch, right? Like, would you want to follow some account that's just constantly selling to you? Like, no, I don't want to follow that. Okay. So if your posts are just buy this, buy this, buy that. It's really boring. So I recommend offering a solid mix of selling and giving. I like to say give, 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 ask as the way to think about like the ratio of all of it. So give valuable content, give education, give encouragement and tips, and then also ask for the sale. And the cool thing about this method of selling and giving is that you are inherently selling by giving, because people want to buy from people who give. And the posts that all those posts that aren't sales pitches are actually still a way to make a sale. Get that. So when I'm saying like give content, I'm not saying like you cannot sell for your Instagram like no you need to sell too but also the giving is selling okay so um if you hear that and you think that's great Elizabeth what else can I even share about like besides whatever it is I'm selling here's some ideas you guys I got you I'm about to share some ideas okay so share a tip that will resonate with your ideal client. So you know if you're a wedding photographer, share a tip for a bride to be if you're a life coach, share something about self care mindsets and you teach on if you're a business coach, share a productivity tip, just a short and sweet, actionable advice. And you can actually pull this from other content you create and from questions your clients ask you. So if you're like blogging actively, let's say, you could pull an excerpt from a blog post and share it on Instagram as a piece of advice, you know, like if you a blog with like multiple points about something, share one of the points. If there's a question one of your clients asked you recently that made you think, man, that's a really good question, um, and you wrote out an answer to it, like turn that into an Instagram post. There's so many ways you can do this. Another thing you could share a photo of yourself with an introduction because people want to know and see who they are working with. So show yourself, introduce yourself. You can share an inspirational or funny quote. I especially love those. I share a lot of funny memes on Instagram stories. And then on my feed, I share more like inspirational quotes and stuff. Uh, You can share photos of yourself with your family, your pet, your spouse, um, just engaging photos like of the people who you surround yourself with. Uh, you can share about the other free content you're posting. You can share a success story about a past client and just details about projects um, and things you're doing. Uh, You can share behind the scenes, look at your business, your clients and what you do. So those are some ideas to get you started. The point I'm trying to get at though, is that it doesn't all have to be a sales pitch. And you can actually pitch through your personality and letting people get to know you. And if you're hearing me say all this and thinking like, you actually lean more on the side of never pitching, like maybe your entire feed is you just giving content and no one knows how to even work with you, then my advice to you would be you need to pitch. Okay, because people want to and they need to know how they can work with you. And it's important to remind them. So yet just to be clear, I'm not saying you can't ever sell. I'm actually just saying it needs to be a mix of selling and giving. Okay, so give, 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 then ask. Number four, offer valuable, high quality and unique content. So this one kind of connects to what I just mentioned of having a mix of selling and sharing. And if you're wondering, like more details into what should I share, then this is your answer. So you want to share things that are valuable, high quality and unique. So I recommend having both a photo and a caption that are valuable. We do not just want to post something like a pretty picture with a caption that's completely unengaging, they need to both be engaging. When Instagram kind of first started out, that was what people did. It'd be like you know a photo of you at the beach and the caption would be like enjoying the beach you know like that's not how it's going to work for your business page you need to have an engaging caption and engaging photo in most cases there are some exceptions but I'm going to just leave that as the advice because that's most cases so put some effort into what you write And at the same time, though, remembering that photos do matter. So I'm not just saying capture the only thing that matter. They both matter. And I actually recommend getting some high quality professional images for your brand that you can share on Instagram and I have an episode coming up actually where we'll talk specifically about brand photo shoots. So if you're listening to this after the date that goes live, that might already be there for you. So when it comes to photos on your feed, unfortunately it actually should take some time to prep it. Um, So if you're thinking it should be as simple as here's a photo, I'll post it with a caption and I'm done. That's not really how it should work in most cases. So usually, tell you guys how it works for me, I spend at least 10 minutes writing every post you see on my feed. I use an app called Planoly to write the caption and choose the photo in advance and then my phone notifies me when it's time to publish. And I personally really like to write the content for my page when I'm feeling really inspired. And then I kind of build up some content that I can choose from. And I kind of schedule it out, but I'm loose on like what day stuff actually go live. And when ideas comes to me, I write and when I don't have anything new to share, I don't post anything. So if you want to check out Planoly, um, which is what I just said I use go to Elizabeth McCravey.com slash Planoly, P-L-A-N-O-L-Y. And you can get some details about there. I really love it. And. Specifically, if you feel stressed and frustrated by trying to write captions on the go from your cell phone, you really need to check this out because I do everything from my desktop. Like I'm never really writing captions on my phone. I think I've only done that like once since I've had my business account. So I use Planoly. They have paid and free versions. It's really awesome. So let's swing things back around though to booking clients. So when you're offering a potential customer free, valuable, and unique content in any form you're setting yourself up as an expert in your field and someone they would trust and desire to work with so the free content can be anywhere podcast blog YouTube Instagram Facebook etc but wherever you put the content I recommend that some of it should go on Instagram because that's a great place for people to find you for people to interact with you and all of that good stuff and by giving someone great advice for free it makes people beg the question of saying like wow this thing she gave was so helpful I bet the pay paid stuff is even better. Whenever I need the paid thing, I'll contact her. I have been there so many times, you guys, I know you guys have too with people you follow who you're like, whenever I need what they're offering, I'm going to them because everything they put out there is so incredible. So just remember that there might be multiple people out there who are constantly thinking that they're going to work with you when the time comes if you're sharing content that's going to keep them engaged and keep you at the top of their mind. So I've actually experienced this of having people book with me or buy a template and then tell me they were following me for like a whole year waiting until they needed what I was offering and then they reached out and in that year I was nurturing their relationship with them. Through Instagram, without even realizing that they were there and thinking about buying. Uh, it's really cool. And there are actually a lot of people I follow, where I'm in that same boat where I'm looking at whatever they're offering. And I'm like, man, whenever I need, you know, that thing again, I'm going to her, you know, so just remember that that that's out there. So offer valuable, high quality and unique content. All right, number five, share content that will make a connection with your audience. So sometimes the most random things are what make a connection. You might think you're not interesting enough or that what you could share is not very interesting, but it's actually the small uninteresting things that really connect us as people. And people want to work with and buy from people that they know, like, and trust and to know you you've got to share about yourself, then the right people will like you And then they will trust you as well because of the liking. Okay, so example of things I've shared, just scrolling through my account to give you guys some examples of sharing things to help people get to know you. I've shared some of the big mistakes I've made in my business early on. I did that in Instagram post. I've shared about how whenever I get a new clothing item, I wear it nonstop. Like literally, that'll be the only thing I wear. (laughs) I share often about what my favorite TV shows are. I share uh, about my favorite parts of what I do in my business day to day and behind the scenes of that. I've shared all about my love for cheese and wine and all of those things are random small things and yet they're all impactful to you guys, like to people who follow me. Okay. So again, you may not feel like you have a big audience. You may feel like you will get no comments and that no one cares, but you've got to start doing this stuff now and you can't wait until you have the following to start doing Instagram right because then the following will never be there. So don't give up. Consistency is key and share stuff that will make the reader or listener think that's so fun that she loves that thing. I love that too, whatever the topic is. So make a connection and just try to notice it in yourself when you experience this, because we like people who are real people. Like you'll notice this in yourself if you look at who you enjoy following and the real people you're following are sharing real things about themselves. And fun thing about my job, I always have my clients share personal random details about themselves on their website, specifically on their about page. And if you just go to my portfolio and look at any website I've ever designed, you will see this that the about page shares something interesting, unique about the person the site's for. And this is true even of websites I've built where it's a team of people, you can still do this when you have a team. And my clients are sharing random, quote unquote, boring things. And those boring things have helped them to grow their business because people get to know them and like them and trust them. Number six, this is the last big tip I have to share. Always have a call to action and do not be alarmed if no one responds to your call to action. So when you end one of your uh, posts, your feed, the static Instagram post, Ask the reader to respond in some way. Maybe you're asking them to respond with a comment. Maybe it's that you want them to go to the link in your bio, to go read a blog post, to go watch your story, anything. Just call the people to action. And the reason I say this is because people want to be called to action. People want to contribute. They want to share their opinions. They want to engage. They are on Instagram to be social, even though we don't realize it half the time. So tell them that you want them to do that. Okay. So often we can be like really bummed and sad and be like, man, no one comment on my post. But then when you look at what you said, you aren't actually asking people to engage with you. You're actually writing or speaking in such a way that you're implying you want to be a one-sided conversation. But then we're like confused when no one comments. Okay. So if you want people to respond, ask them to and I have some like very specific ways to end a static Instagram post. And I literally, as I was making my notes, I just went through my most recent Instagram post and have copy and pasted what was at the end of them. So here we go. So at the end of a post about travel, I said, Are you more of a homebody or a travel bug? I love traveling so much, but I think I really love being home even more. And people commented, and told me what they prefer. And I wrote them back. Okay. End of the post about an upcoming trip. Again, like I said, I've been traveling a lot lately. I said, tell me what's your favorite beach to visit. Again, people comment their favorite beach. At the end of like an educational post, I said, drop an emoji below if you're with me. At the end of an introduction post where I was telling about myself, I said, so that's a bit about me. Tell me about you. What's your fave dessert? And then at the end of a post about books and reading and things like that, I said, have you read any books you really love lately? I need some recommendations for next month. Okay, so that's just a couple examples. But you can turn anything really that you post into a question and ask people to engage. And for Instagram stories, you can do a similar thing using the polls and comment box quizzes, things like that, or just ask people to DM you and chat about whatever it is you shared. And again, um, sometimes you may ask people to engage and no one does. And it'll feel like a bummer. So you could easily in one of your posts with drop an emoji below if you agree with me, and uh, no one comments and that can feel like a bummer. Um, But give it a try. And if you're still like, do not want to try that's so embarrassing. um, Here's a little advice. If it doesn't work for you, and you're really bummed and no one responds, you can always edit the caption and delete that part. (laughs) I'm not necessarily recommending you do that. But I know some of you might feel like the idea of like, asking something and not getting responses feels awkward. So that's a way to get rid of the awkwardness for the future if you feel that way. So that is tip number six, always have a call to action. And like I said, don't be alarmed if people don't respond. All right, so now let's go into some ways to optimize your profile and just some more like quick tips with a small following. So I love sharing this stuff. So I'm going to go into tips for stories specifically with a small following and then static posts specifically with a small following. So for Instagram stories, you guys, first of all, be on Instagram stories is the place to be. That's where Instagram users are. I did not know any of the stats off the top of my head because this is not my notes, but people are on Instagram more than they are in the feed now. So it's important to be on stories. Okay. So oftentimes we hear people who don't have the swipe up feature complain about it. So you get the swipe up, um, that's when you have more than 10,000 followers, at least at the time of this recording, that's who Instagram lets have it. And when you have 10,000 followers, you can like link your Instagram story to a external link and people swipe up and then it opens whatever that is. And what I wanna tell you is that you do not need the swipe up feature to get people to your content from Instagram. So just drop the excuses. It's not good for you um, to have the excuse that's not helping you. So here are some things you can do instead of saying swipe up you can ask people to DM you to get the link to whatever it is you're talking about. And again, that might sound crazy to some of you. But if you don't have that many followers, you're not going to get that many DMs, which is a blessing in this way, because then you can have the opportunity to respond directly to these people who are following and engaging with you. So the kind of thing that you would maybe say that you'll send the DM for it would be like, let's say you share a new blog post, or you have a new freebie, something like that. Okay, so you can just ask people to DM you to get the link. Another alternative too, I have actually done this a ton. If you have an email freebie, you can go on to Instagram stories, talk about what the freebie is, and then end your little pitch short by saying, if you want this free download, send me a DM with your email address. And then people will just respond with, you know, whatever their email address is. And then you will do the effort of going into ConvertKit or whatever your email marketing platform is and signing them up and then they'll get the email. And again, it's a personal touch. But if you don't have a lot of followers, you're not gonna have to do it for a ton of people. And it's nice to be able to do the personal touch thing while you can. Okay, so you can just ask people to DM you to get involved in whatever it is you're talking about. Another alternative to swipe up would be to use a like click me type of page in your bio. So I personally do this. I have a page within my showed account that is called click me and it is my Instagram bio page where I update it periodically to have any links I'm talking about on my post or story. So like, let's say I was interviewed on someone else's podcast, I might update that page to have a link to that podcast interview. Whereas like on my main website, like I obviously don't want to put that in my navigation, but on this click me page, I put it there. And also if you've bought a template from me, um, all the show it templates come with a page like this. So that's pretty sweet too. You can customize it and use it for this. Alternatively, you can use something like Linktree and pay for that service and have them generate a page for you. Another thing you can do is use the WordPress plugin or a similar plugin, pretty links, to create short, memorable links for everything. So like, for example, a time that you could be bummed about not having to swipe up would be if you're sharing like an affiliate link for something. Like, let's say I'm promoting, uh, like Dubsato, which I love, but I don't have to swipe up. Then it's like, I don't want to pay some ugly affiliate link on my Instagram story. So instead, I've used pretty links to create com slash Dubsado and then people can just type that in and go to the page, okay? So that is a tip on stories. There are alternatives to not having to swipe up. Okay, another tip, use the polls, the quizzes, all of those cool little features Instagram has given us to get people to engage with you. And like I already said, ask people to engage, ask people to DM you, put those polls and things like that on there. And a fun thing about polls, you guys, you don't have to be asking people something serious. Like you can do a poll that's just like the little heart emoji where you like make it scroll for if you like something like the scale thing on like a random picture of a wedding you shot. Like it doesn't have have to be you asking like people serious questions. And the reason I'm telling you to use polls and the comment boxes and all those features is because when people engage with you, they are showing the Instagram algorithm that they want to see your content that leads to them to seeing your content more. So if you want to get seen more by your audience, this is a great way asking them to interact with you and the polls and quizzes, all of those things, those count as interactions. And tip number three for stories, we've already talked about this, but right back to your DMs. Okay. Can't say it enough. All right, now tips for optimizing post with a small following. First tip I would give is to use hashtags. Um, and again, at the time of this recording, as I keep saying, because Instagram changes stuff a lot. So the reason I'm saying this because if you're listening to this a year from now, it could be different. So Instagram lets you use up to 30 hashtags right now on your post. And I would advise you to focus on using hashtags that your potential customer would be using, not necessarily what people in your industry are using, unless you're trying to reach people in your industry. But if you're trying to reach a potential customer, focus on those type of the hashtags, think of what they would be looking at. And if you don't know what your potential customer is looking at, then look at what they're sharing, like what hashtags they're using, maybe ask them even if you want to. I like to use a mix. This was worked for me of really specific hashtags and then really broad ones. So an example of a specific one would be hashtag Nashville brand designer. An example of a broad one would be branding. Okay. And I personally think the more specific ones are better overall to actually like book clients. Gosh, I mean, really, the biggest tip I could give is if you're not using and you can look up on Instagram to see what people are posting under, but like your city or your state combined with whatever it is you do, that is a great way to get clients. Like I cannot tell you guys how many clients and template customers I've had through hashtags that relate specifically to Nashville and just hashtags in general. I've had so many people tell me that's how they found me was through a hashtag, but I booked a couple of clients for one-on-one stuff who found me through like Nashville brand designer, Nashville web designer, things like that it's helpful. So like, you know, for example, if you're in Phoenix, and you're a photographer, hashtag Phoenix photographer, hashtag Phoenix wedding photographer, just look it up and on Instagram, search um, the hashtags and see what people are using. But um, you want to get specific location based stuff rocks, even if you're like me, and you work with people all over the world, like it's still fun um, to do that kind of thing. So yeah, that was a little side tangent. But I know some people would also say that hashtags don't matter that much anymore. But they still work wonders for me. So that's why I'm advising you on that. I think they work. And again, like I said, I've had many people uh, buy templates and book via hashtags. Another tip for post, like I already mentioned, just a reminder, do the calls to actions. Uh, another tip, show your face, introduce yourself often. So new followers always know who you are. Like your face should be ever so often appearing on your feed. And when I say your face, I do not mean some lame headshot. <laughs> I mean, just like a photo of you that you're in. It doesn't have to be you just smiling at the camera with your arm underneath your chin, like nothing like that, okay? It can just be a casual photo of you. Again, I have an episode coming up about brand photos photo sheets. So listen to that. um, If you want to know, like, what kind of photo do I even take? Um, But you want a photo that is photos of you often. And if you look at my page, I feel like it's a decent example where there's photos of me pretty often. Okay. Next tip, tell what you do in your bio. So you know, you have that little bio that you can edit. And I would say to tell specifically what you do, um, maybe using your brand statement, if you have one, and also sharing your location. Again, even if it doesn't matter to people like you don't have to live in Nashville to work with me, for example. People still want to know where you are. So even if your location doesn't matter, put it in your Instagram bio. But gosh, you guys, if your location is important, like it has got to be in your bio, like you photographers listening who like shoot in a specific place, like it needs to say Nashville photographer, because you don't want people to be on your page, like digging to try to figure out where you are to work with you, you know, Another little tip, share the success of your clients on your posts, like if you're looking for more things to talk about sharing stories from people who have had success from working with you or just happy customers, if you're not a B2B business, share about the people who have chosen to work with you, you can do this through testimonials, you can do this through stories, you can do this through showing the project, showing the photos, just sharing the success. Uh, people who worked with you, cast a vision to the reader for what they might experience. Like that's the key with those like you want to tell a story. And then someone read be able to say that could be me. Okay, so share the success of your clients and customers. Alright, you guys, thank you for listening. And to sum up today's episode, if you are not on Instagram for your business yet, consider it. I do think there are occasionally some business types, that are not going to benefit as much from Instagram. But most businesses are going to benefit super well from it. And if you're in a stage right now, maybe where you're like, starting a business, kind of you're freelancing a little like, consider like maybe starting with turning your personal page into a place where you post about business stuff too, making it public, or if you want to like start a business account, but I would say like start early, that's something I regret would be not starting sooner. And if you're feeling discouraged by your follower count on Instagram, the ups and downs of it. I know so many people are like that I have been there, I encourage you just to focus on, on serving the people who are there, even if it's just a few people. And remembering that the better you serve them, the more people will see what you're putting down and come over to and also remembering like the point of your Instagram is not to just have a ton of followers. Like, I hope that you're on Instagram with the intention of serving people. And so even if it's just a few people, you can find joy in that. And again, I know that might not be comforting because we're all like, oh, I want more followers, but try to find comfort in that and just focus on serving the people who are there and serving them really, really well. And also remember, you do not have to have a gazillion followers for Instagram to work for your business. Again, I am proof of this. I have a business that does well and I get a lot of clients from Instagram, and I do not have a gazillion followers. So you can find success, growth, all of it without having a huge following. And while we're at it, talking about Instagram, I would love to connect with you on Instagram. Are we connected on there? I don't know. Um, Maybe check. I'm at Elizabeth McCravey. Um, And today, as this episode airs, as you're listening, there will be a post where I'd love for you to introduce yourself. And just tell me about who you are um, on uh, my Instagram account or send me a DM if you prefer to not post as a comment. And if you're all seeing this later, come introduce yourself in a DM. Um, I wanna meet you guys and interact on Instagram. So, yeah, call to action there at the end of this episode would be to connect on Instagram. Another quick thing I would like to share, I actually have a freebie, I just now thought about this. All right, you guys. So I literally just remember this. So, I have a freebie that actually relates entirely to this episode. If you go to Elizabeth com slash IG, you can get my no fuss Instagram planning guide. It's a really good guide. A lot of you have already downloaded this one because it's been around for a while and it really guides you through how to come up with what to post. It starts with choosing the photo and it goes all the way from choosing the photo, the caption to posting it and interacting with people after. I talk about how I use planally. It's a really good guide. I think you'll enjoy it. If you've gotten a lot from this episode, this will kind of take you deeper into it. So that's Elizabeth McCravey.com slash IG, or you can click in the show notes to get that episode. All right. So that is it, you guys. I, again, I hope this was so, so, so helpful. I can't wait to see you kill it on Instagram and grow your business through it. All right. I will talk to you guys next Tuesday. Bye for now.